All right, so let's learn. All right, so first of all, Big Yashakayach to Shalom Berger for sponsoring this morning's learning and breakfast. Shabbat to all good things. Shabbat and Natslacha. That comes from, you know, feeding Yidin. It's a good thing. It's a learning. All right, so, uh, so let's talk about Shavim a little bit. So we, we, you know, I think this is our second year, I believe, talking about Shavim during these weeks, and it's a, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So, so it's like this, just to give a little bit of a sort of direction of what we're going to be doing. So today is going to be a little bit more foundational work, okay? So this is really more of an introduction to the aspect of Shaivan that we'll be discussing, this, you know, for the next few weeks. Today is going to be more laying the foundation. So it's not going to, we're not going to explain anything yet. We're sort of just laying the groundwork. And then, Bez Hashem, in the coming weeks, things will become a little bit more clear. Now, to lay the foundation, what we're going to learn are a few, t- a few tires from the Vilna Gain and the Zara Kaddish, and Zara Kaddish and Vilna Gain. That's going to be the foundation. And then, Bez Hashem, in the coming weeks, we'll learn some, uh, you know, tires of uh, Baal Shem Tov and so on, and Chesidus, in order to sort of explain it and bring it down to earth. So, again, you're, you're forewarned that you're going to come out of this year today not really understanding any more than when you came in, but at least the foundation, and, and, and I hope that uh, you'll come next week, and then we'll begin to, to, to understand a little bit more. <clears throat> okay, so a little, a little bit of a hakdam, again, what, what shayvim, again, so we have this uh, tradition, and the Rizal really explains what it's, what it's talking about, there's this tradition that during these weeks of shayvim, Shmai Svei Rabbi, Shalach Yisrael, Mishpatim, there's an Indian of, of doing tshuva and being misak in one's, uh, one's life, specifically when it comes to the Indian of Zachar Nekeva. Shmir Sabrish, Shmir Sinayim, Shalom Bayis, these Inyanim, that's during the weeks of, of Shaivim. That's a tradition. Now the Rizal explained that the significant, why is it Dafka now? So the Rizal said because these parshas that we're reading about, I mentioned this by Shal Shudas, that you know, the time of the year that we, that we um, you know, that's shining with the Indian of, of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is Pesach. But the Rizal explains that that's true in the cycle of Yom Tovim. Right, so Pesach during the in the Yom Tovim cycle is a time of Yitzis Mitzrayim, Gos Mitzrayim, Yitzis Mitzrayim. But the Rizal taught, taught that even outside of the Yantiv cycle, the Kriyas Hatayra cycle is also significant. The fact that we learn about the story of Yitzis Mitzrayim on these Shabbosos from Shmois, you know, through Mishpatim, it's talking about Yitzis Mitzrayim, which culminates with Matan Torah with Har Sinai, which the story of Har Sinai is completed in Parshas Mishpatim, as the pasuk says. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, why are you leaving Mitzrayim? In order to receive the Torah. So the whole Indian of, just like in the, in the Yantav cycle, Pesach leads to Shuas, right? So just like in the Yantav cycle, you have Yitzitz Mitzrayim, Man Torah is shining during the time of Pesach through Shuas. So in the cycle of Parshias, which are connected to Shabbos, right? So these times of Shmais through Mishpatim are also shining with the Indian of, of Yitzitz Mitzrayim, Man Torah, that Indian. And so the Rizal said, uh, a major Indian of the story of the sort of uh, 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 behind the scenes theme, you know, uh, of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Manantaira is the Indian of Zachar Nekeva. Indian of Zachar Nekeva. You find such a thing, right? That at the very, very beginning, our first introduction to Gaulus Mitzrayim was Yosef Tzadik being alone and having to deal with the Indian of Zachar Nekeva. That was his Nisayim. <clears throat> and so, for, and, uh, for example, Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the Redeemer, so he was saved. By, by women, right? So Basia, first of all, saves him. And then his daughter, Mir- right, his sister Miriam, everyone knows Chazal, right? That his parents were separated, which is also a separation between Zachar and Akeva. But Miriam, the daughter, 
you know, convinced her parents to get back together to have Moshe Rabbeinu. Miriam is watching from a distance, making sure that, that Moshe is okay. And then when Basia, a woman, saves him, Miriam gets his mother to, to protect him, you know, to nurse him and so on. So there's a lot of, uh, and the Mayalda Seivriyas, right, the women, the Jewish, uh, the Jewish midwives, the Pasim makes a whole deal that they save the Jewish people, the Jewish men and so on. There's a, you know, there's a lot of themes with Zohar Nekev when it comes to Mitzrayim. Chazal, in fact, say that Mitzrayim was Ervas Arts. It was a place of, of great um, uh, impurity when it comes to men and women. And so the Rizal said that since you have this sort of backdrop and this behind, you know, sort of theme running through Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and even to Man because it says by Man that in order to prepare themselves, the Jewish people, to receive the Torah, they had to have three days of separation, of purification in the Indian of men and women. So there is this sort of backdrop of Zohar Nekeva and working out the Indian of Zohar Nekeva by Yitzis and Tzayim Man Torah. So said that Rizal, since during this time, the Shabbosis of these weeks, we lean about Yitzis and Tzayim and Man Torah, and the backdrop of that is Zohar Nekeva, so it's a time to do tshuva and to be misak in the Indian of Zohar Nekeva. That's what the Rizal said. Okay. So the first question we'll deal with, and again, we're not going to answer this completely today, but again, like I said, just laying the foundation. The first question is, well, one second. I just mentioned to you that there's two times in the year which is shining with the light of Pesach and Matan Torah. There's the Yontif cycle, which is Pesach and Shavuos, right? That's, that's obviously shining with the Indian of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And then you have this time of year in terms of the Kriya Satar and Shabbos that's shining with, Pesach, with, uh, with the Indian of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Matan Torah. So why is it Davka in these weeks, which is related to Yitzhiz and Shreim in terms of the Kriyasatar and Shabbos, why is it Davka this aspect of, of, you know, why is it Davka now that the Rizal says to work on Zohar Nekeva? We don't find such an Indian that actually Pesach or Shavuos you work on Zohar Nekeva Indian. No, these are two, no, there's two times, there's two ways in which Pesach, which Yitzhiz and Shreim expresses itself in the Yontif season and the Kriyasatar season. So if they're both expressing Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, why is it that the Indian of, of, of the Masak and Zorch Nekeva, which Darizal says is the backdrop of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, why is that only the Avodah when Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is expressing itself in, the, in these Shabbosis in Kriya Satara, as opposed to the main, which we, we usually think is the main time when Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is being displayed, which is Pesach and Shavuos. So why, why, you know, if this is an Avodah that's connected, if, 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 if the Avodah of Shoivim, Zohar Nekeva, is connected deeply to Pesach, to Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, then why is it only related to the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim that we connect to during these, during these weeks, as opposed to the Pesach that we connect to on Pesach itself? Right, so that's the first question. So it must be that the Indian of Zohar Nekeva, not only is it connected to Pesach and Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and Taira, but it's also specifically connected to Shabbos. The Shabbos. And therefore, when it comes to the inning of Yitzit and Sarim and Torah, as it's expressing itself through Shabbos, through the Shabbos of these weeks, now you have a very strong inning of Zachar Nekev. Now, the truth is, we do have a very strong inning of Zachar Nekev when it comes to Shabbos. Right? How do we introduce Shabbos? So, we light Shabbos candles, right? It's a chiv and everyone to have Shabbos candles. The minute is that women do it. The inning of Shabbos candles is what? It's Shalom Bayes. The whole Indian of Shabbos is wrapped up in Shalom Bayis. Uh, you know, the, 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 for example, you know, Shemaneser is different on Shabbos, right? But, but, uh, but the, the first three brachas and last three brachas are pretty much the same. So, so, so Shemaneser is, is, of Shabbos is, is what it is. But let's say for Meirev, when we lead up to Shemaneser, we have the brach of Hashkiveinu, 
So we change that a little bit, right? And what we do on Shabbos, we add in the words, we, we highlight the Indian of Shalom, of Shalom. We say Shabbat Shalom, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Bayis. That's what we talk about on Shabbos. So, again, just sort of introducing the introduction. Said that Rizal, again, the Rizal said that a backdrop of Yitzis Mitzrayim is the Indian of Zachar Nekeva, of Shalom Bayis, and Zachar Nekeva. And Yitzis Mitzrayim is glowing and shining in the Yontif season on Pesach and in the Shabbos season during these weeks. But be, so, therefore, said that Rizal, no, if Shabbos is a time which is anyway a time that's the Indian of Shalom Bayis, plus the fact that these Shabbosists are shining with Yitzis Mitzrayim, so then you have the end of these weeks to work on Shalom Bayes and Yitzhak and Kev. So that's what, uh, that's what we have. That's the, that's the advice right now. Now, uh, you're all men over here, so, uh, so we're going to talk about the end of Yitzhak and Kev, but a little bit of a different way. We're going to try to make it in such a way to define for us this Indian of Yitzhak and Kev, how it applies to each one of us within ourselves and our own of others Hashem, without it having to be necessarily, it's going to affect, obviously, literally Yitzhak and Kev, but you'll see what I mean. So let, let, let's begin. Okay. Marambaka number one. So again, this is what we're going to be, be right now talking about is this Indian of Zohar Nekeva. And again, when I, and, and you'll see in a second, when I say Zohar Nekeva, I don't only mean literally males and females. Talking about there's, there's, a, there's, a, a, there's a, an ingredient in creation which is called Zohar, and an ingredient in creation which is called Nekeva. And we'll see that everyone has both qualities. Everything... And Avodah Hashem requires both of these nakudas within yourself to be activated and actualized. And ultimate shalom bias really is within the self to sort of make harmony between your zacher and your nekeva. As you, you'll see what I mean, hopefully. So, Maramakah number one. Okay, so let's begin like this. There's a, a Medjish Rabbah in Parshas Veschana and Simon Lamed Aleph. Okay, this Medjish is talking about, it's, it's going on the, uh, the Pesukim of Harsinai. When Hashem says, Anich Hashem Alkecha, I'm Hashem your God. So the Medrash says a very interesting thing. We know that uh, twice a day there's a mitzvah to say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Hashem Echad, right? So we say Kriya Shema twice a day. What's the origin of that, of that sentence? Shema Yisrael, Hashem Hashem Echad. So it's a pasuk in, in Parshavaz Khan, it's a pasuk in Chumash. We also know that there's a tradition that Yaakov, that the Shvatim said that with Yaakov, right? Yaakov is on his deathbed and he's not sure, maybe, you know, maybe one of my children are not going to be 100%. And so the Shvatim in unison said, Shema Yisrael, and Yaakov responds, Baruch right? That's, but this Medrash introduces us to another conversation of Shema Yisrael, which we may not be aware of. So it says like this, Where did the Jewish people have the schus of this Pasuk? Where's, this, where's the origin of this Pasuk before it was recorded in Chumash? So, The source is, says, It was during Harsinai. What was the conversation by Harsinai? Kate said Admaitza. Where where do you find it? So says the says the message like this. Like Pasach Al El The first thing the Rebbeinu said at Harsinai was not an Echiyashem Lekecha. It was not. That's what that's the first pasuk that's recorded for Harsinai. But really, there was an introduction to an Echiyashem Lekecha, and this was it. Shema Yisrael. The Rebbeinu said Shema Yisrael. An Echiyashem Lekecha. An Echiyashem Lekecha. So he said the word Shema Yisrael. Nenu kulam va'amru, and Kla Yisrael in unison responded to that sentence of Hashem, Shema Yisrael, Anachi, Hashem Alekecha. So we responded, Hashem Alekecha, Hashem Echad. It's a measure. So it's a, it, was a, it was a conversation by Harsinai. It's a conversation by Harsinai. Now, Rabban and Amri, the Rabban explain what was contained in that back and forth. 
Right, so Hashem says, Shema Yisrael Enoich Hashem Elokecha, and we say, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. And that's somehow the intro and so on, putting Harsina in context. What's the meaning of that? So Rabbanon Ami, the Rabbanon said like this, Omer HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Rabbanon Shalom is saying to the Jewish people, and, and, and this is the introduction to Harsinai, and again, in Harsinai is a culmination of Yitzis Mitzrayim. So what we're about to say right now, what the Rabbanon Shalom is, is saying right now as an intro to, to Harsinai, is going to sum up the entire Indian from Golis Mitzrayim all the way to that moment. This is all Shoivim, right? This is all exactly what Shoivim is, this sentence. So it says the Gemara like this, Hashem said to the Jewish people, Banai, my children, everything I created, I created in male-female form. Everything in the world exists, Zachar and Akeva. Heaven and earth, that's Zachar and Akeva. Chamu Levana, the sun and the moon, Zugais. Adam Vechava, Zugais. Ailam Hazav, Ailam Haba, Zugais. It's all pairs, it's all pairs. Avakvaydi Echadum Yichad Ailam. That's how I created the world. But me, myself, says the Rabbi Nishalom, I am one. I am one. Minayim, and what is this? And this is the meaning. Mashakarinu, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, so what the Rabbanu Shlom is again summing up the entire Jewish people's experience in Yitzhak Mitzrayim leading to Har Sinai with this statement that everything is Zohar Nekeva but I, says the Rabbanu Shlom, I am absolutely one. Okay, what is the meaning of this? So okay, sounds like that's okay, just making an observation, everything is doubled, everything is in pairs but I am absolutely one. Okay. There's a teaching from the Vilna Gaim, Okay, and, and, this is the, and this is going to be the the, the Sort of the basic idea that we're going to be running, running with as follows. The little says like this: There's a certain, there's a certain th- this in of Zachronikeva that exists in the world. Oh, thank you very much. This in of Zachronikeva that exists in the world is something that here. Um, you know what? Let's just read the Gain inside, and then hopefully the words will come. Maramuk and the Rutu. This is a Bir Hagra. The Gro, the Gro wrote a, a commentary to Safra Tetzneis. Safra Tetzneis is a section of the Zara Kaddish. So this is right in the beginning of his commentary to Safra Tetzneis. So the Vilna Gain quotes, and he references a very famous Medrash, a Zara Kaddish that everyone knows from the time that they're little kids, right? That, that Hashem was, starting, was deciding how to start Chomish. And he's going from every letter, right? And every letter came to Hashem, start the Torah with me. And there were some problems, and Hashem says, no, not you. And then eventually, the Rebbe Hashem decides the letter base, right? Base for Bracious. So it says like this. So it says in the Zara Kaddish, in Parshish Bracious, that the world was created with the letter base, right? That's uh, the beginning of Bracious. But and the Medrash, and the Zara Kaddish says that Hashem says the letter Beis Havade Bach Alma that I'm going to create the world with you. Alma you're going to be the beginning Beis. Now again Beis already means two right that's already that's already a hint to what we just saw in the previous Medrash that the Rav Shon says I created the world with this duality with this with this pairing of Zohar Nakeva everything exists. And everything comes into existence, and everything develops through this Indian of Zachar Nekev. Everything within itself has Zachar Nekev qualities. That's the Indian of Beis. Mm-hmm. Now, Vomar Kadesh Brochul Aleph, but Hashem set the letter Aleph, says the Zara Kadesh, Kol Yechudi that my unity will be revealed through you. So the world is created with the letter Beis, but Harsinai, Anoichi, Aleph, that's, uh, the Torah is given with the letter Aleph. Mm-hmm. So says the Vilna like this, we'll see in a second. It says the Vilna 
<clears throat> the meaning of this is as follows, is that again, the Rabbanishal made the world in such a way where everything is being, is being developed through the city of Zohar Nekeva. But here's the idea. The, the ultimate shlemus, when... So the, the, here, let me put it this way. If you remember in Marmokka number one, I'm having, you'll, as you can tell, I'm having a hard time beginning this. We'll see, we'll see how to do it. So Marmokka number one, one of the examples that the Medrash gave, for example, in terms of the pairings, it was the sun and the moon. Sun and the moon. So that's a classic example that Chazal give, and the Medrash itself was giving, to a classic Zohar-Nekeva relationship. The sun and the moon. The sun is the Zohar, and the moon is the Nekeva that receives light from the sun, and so on. Zohar-Nekeva. Now everyone knows, when it comes to the sun and the moon, they have all, there's a history with the sun and the moon. The Rabbanu made the sun and the moon with the plan of what? They should both be the same size, right? the same power, and both share the same crown. Right? That was the, uh, the description of Chazal. Comes the moon and says to Rabbanu Shleilam, you can't have two kings sharing the same crown. So what does Rabbi Nishlam say to the, sun, to the moon? You're right. You are, because, of, because of what you said, and uh, you refuse to, to live with the sun under one crown, so because of that, you're going to be diminished. You go low. That story, and, and then that's, that's what it says. And then ultimately, Chazal say that ultimately with the coming of Mashiach, What's going to happen is that the, the moon will, will return to its original stature and be able to share the same crown with the sun. So that's the story of the moon, right? So it's, it, the way it's supposed to be is both the same size, sun and the moon, sharing the same crown. It didn't work out like that. The moon is very, very diminished. And slowly but surely, you know, with the coming of Mashiach, it has to grow in stature and return to the same size as, as the sun and share the same crown. That's a story about the moon. It's not just a story about the moon. That's a story describing the, 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 the process that every, that every nekeva has to go through vis-a-vis the Zohar. And again, bear in mind, I'm not talking about necessarily men and women. I'm talking about within yourself. You have a koyach Zohar and a koyach nekeva. And the ultimate goal is that, the, that your Zohar and your nekeva, and avoid the session, whatever Zohar means, whatever nekeva means, we have yet, we didn't explain it yet. They have to become unified, the same size, and share the same crown. Share the same crown. <clears throat> Until that happens, though, there's a process. The process is, is that the tzad nekeva, the, the feminine quality within you and of Hashem, is fallen to the ground. And that has to be raised up and developed to a point of where it can become one with the zakhar and share the same crown. When, so, so said, said the Vilna Gain, this is what's being described by that medrash with Har Sinai. What the Rabbanu Shalom is saying to the Jewish people is, is that the process of Yitzis Mitzrayim leading up to Har Sinai was, was a development of, of bringing the Nekeva back up, of allowing the moon to return to her full stature, of the Zugais, of the pairs of Zohar Nekeva to be, to be unified once again under the same crown. And when that takes place, when Hashem says that, when, that, uh, that, that everything I create in the world are zugais, are pairs, the meaning of that is, is that this Indian is that every single one of us, in order to connect Hashem properly, we have, to, we, we have, to, we have a zakhar, we have an akeba within us that allows us to serve the Rabbanu Shalom properly. But because, just as the moon was diminished, it means that our nekeva, the Nekeva part of who we are is also mamish all the way on the floor and, and, and underdeveloped. And our avayda is to develop our Nekeva, to reunify it with our Zachar, 
in order to, to get to the point of where they can both share the same crown. And when that takes place, then, that, then, then the ultimate oneness of Hashem is able to be experienced when those two parts of who we are, Zohar and Akeva, are in unison. You'll see what I mean. Take a look at Marmokka number two. Again, the Vilna Gain. Vo'enyan. Three lines in. Vo'enyan. Ki maskala. Said the Vilna Gain, in the beginning, in other words, before a person is complete, before, before Harsinai, so to speak, before that moment, when everything is, where the Zohar and a part of you are completely unified under one crown, then your life, then your avayda, your zachar nekeva, are without maskala. Maskala literally means a scale. It's like if you imagine a scale, like an old-fashioned scale, where the two sides are balanced and equal, right? So it's below maskala. It's without equilibrium. They're not unified. Your zachar side and your nekeva side are not being unified, are not, not being brought together. They're not even, they're not the same height, and they're not all sharing the same crown, so to speak. They're not being unified into one scale, so to speak. Beside, and the secret of that, of the, and, and the letter in Chumash that describes a Zachar Nekeva, which are imbalanced, which are not altogether, a description of the moon being diminished, right? That's the letter base. Because the letter base means two, and two means two things that are disjointed, that are different from each other, that are disconnected. So the letter Bez represents a situation of where the, your nekeva is fallen, of where your moon has been diminished. That's what, that's what Bez means. And that's how the Rabbanu Shalom created the world, where everything is with Zachar nekeva, but the nekeva, the nekeva side of things is very much, very much low. This is going back to the story of creation, right? We know that what happened, what happened by, by, uh, by the sin of the Yitzhadas is what? So, so Chava, Chava is... is you know, the, the, for example, if you think of the story, the Nachash can't have a conversation with Adam. Because Adam, Adam is very, very high up. The Nachash can't talk to Adam. Nachash can talk to Chava, because Chava, and Adam and Chava are like the sun and the moon. And this is already after the story when the moon was, was diminished. So Chava is in a lower state, in a lower level than Adam, so much so that the Nachash can talk to Chava. And because the Nachash talks to Chava, so then Chava eventually brings down Adam as well. And so, what is, and as a result of that story, so Hashem says to Chava, that the male side will become dominant over the female side. In other words, just furthering the issue of the diminishment of the moon, of the lowering of the stature of Nekeva. And this is all the problem. And this all comes because the world was created with the letter Bays. The letter Bays means two, and two means two separate things. And if it's separate, the Zachar is over here, up, the sun is the sun, and the moon is diminished. Says the Vilna Gain, but that's all... And, and that is something, says the Vilna Gain, that we needed to correct in Mitzrayim. The Indian of Gaul's Mitzrayim is for every single Jew to, to identify their Nekeva, their moon, which until that point has been lowered and diminished and so on in a very low place, the letter Bez. Avoid in Gaul's Mitzrayim is to raise your Nekeva up, to allow it to return to the stature of the Zachar, where they're both able to share the same crown. The situation of Zachar and Akeva sharing the same crown and being unified, Mamish as one, that's the letter Aleph. So, said, so says the, the, the Zara Kaddish, that the Rabbanu Shalom created the world with the letter base, but Harsinai is with the letter Aleph, 
This is, this is another way of describing the story of the moon, or the story of the Zohar Nekeva, part of who we are. That the beginning, what starts off with is what? Is that you have a Zohar, you have a Nekeva, but it's completely imbalanced. Your Zohar is what it is, and your Nekeva is all the way on the floor. The Pasuk says, for example, it's a classic Pasuk that the Swarm always quote, is Ragleha Yardais Mavis, her feet fall into death. In other words, when the moon is, dif- is diminished and in a low stature, which is reflective of all of our Nikeva inyanim, Nikeva side of who you are, being diminished and very low, then, if, then, then already there's a part of you that has conversations with the Nachash, you understand? So that, and that is something, and so the Ikra Avayt of Gals Mitzrayim, again, we don't know what this means yet, but the Ikra Avayt of Gals Mitzrayim was to develop the Nikeva, to return the Nikeva to her stature as being partners with the Zohar, equal partners with the Zohar. And again, going back, that's why he said throughout Gals Mitzrayim, there's this theme of females rescuing males, right? The Miyaldais, and you have Miriam, and Basia. Even, even, when the, even Chazal say that the 70 souls that, were, that, get to, that, that go to Mitzrayim, and the 70 means that number, when you hit 70, that's Shlemus, that's completion on some level, right? 70. Who was the 70th? So it doesn't say who it was, right? But it was Yechevet, she was Nodel Ben HaChamis. So you see that even going into Mitzrayim, the Shlemus of the Jewish people going into Mitzrayim was through an Akeva. Because this is part of the Inya of Gos Mitzrayim, which is to identify what it means Zachar in Yiddishkeit and what it means Nekeva in Yiddishkeit and to recognize that the Nekeva side of Yiddishkeit is fallen, mamish fallen to the ground and the Avayt of Gos Mitzrayim is to raise the Nekeva up slowly but surely, Ad Kach, where now you could stand by Har Sinai and the Zachar and Nekeva part of you are mamish in unison sharing the same crown as it was with the sun and the moon originally and as it will be with the sun and the moon with Mashiach and you could hear the words with the letter Aleph. So there's a certain level, there's a certain level of, of elokus, of divinity, of Hashem's presence in the world that could only be revealed when the Zachar and Akeva are in unison. You can't hear you can't hear that I am Hashem and I am the one God unless you have found oneness in your life. So you have a Zachar, you have a Nekeva, but if you are in duality, if you are pulled in two directions, and your Nekeva is all the way on the floor, then, it, then you don't have the Kalim, you don't have the infrastructure within yourself to hear Aleph. All you could hear is Beis. In order to hear Aleph, then you have to work through this Inyan of your Zachar and your Nekeva becoming one. And so this is the story of Harsinai. When therefore, the introduction to Harsinai is, says the Rabbani Shlom, the whole world I created with pairs. And the Indian of pairs has been dysfunctional from the time of Adam and Chava until this moment, says the Rabbani Shalom. But now that the pairs have been rectified through Gals Mitzrayim, now I can say, I can reveal the letter Aleph that is able to come into the world through the Zachar and Akeva pairs that have become one. So this, this is the point, that what Hashem wants to reveal to us is the letter Aleph. But we can't hear that or receive that if all we are are bases. If we're just pulled in two directions, and Zohar's like this, and Akeva's like that, the sun is up here, and the moon has been, has been diminished, then we can't receive The only way where we can receive the Aleph is if our two parts of Zohar and Akeva have been unified. Hashem is one, and we are not one. Right? Hashem is one, and we are Zohar and Akeva. But if we can make our Zohar and Akeva as unified as possible, then we can receive and hear the oneness of Hashem. And this was the process of Gals Mitzrayim, to unify our Zohar and Akeva, to allow the Aleph of Anoich Hashem to be heard.
This is what the Vilna Gaon says again. Let's see. It's very terse, but you'll see what I mean. In Mar- uh, uh, three lines into the second Maramak and Vayinian. Ki betchila, in the beginning of creation, again, going back to the sun and the moon, hayabalai maskal, it was out, it was out, the, it was out, it, it was without this balance, the scales. Zachar and the two sides were not even and they weren't unified. Like if you imagine in a scale, like an old-fashioned scale, not only are the two, are the two scales balanced, but they're also unified by the middle uh, whatever it's called, like the middle piece of uh, middle piece that, that, that keeps them together. So if you imagine a scale and one side would represent male and the other side would represent female, so a, per- a perfect, a balanced scale means that they're not only the same height together, the two scales, but they're unified by the middle, by the middle piece. So a maskala represents, in the writings of Vilna Gaon, a maskala represents a perfect unity between Zohar and Akeva sharing the same crown. So he says, but in the beginning, it was without Moscow, it was without a balance, it was without a scale, beside ice base, that's the secret of the letter base. And Hashem therefore said to the letter Aleph, that I can't create the world with you, the world is not ready to hear, we can't hear that, because we're all in disarray, we're all in duality, and our moons have been diminished. My unity will be revealed through the letter Aleph, when the duality of people, with their Zohar and Akev, are able to be brought together. Vubachinas keser, the aleph represents the crown that the Zohar and Akeva both share, right? The two, the sun and the moon, uh, sharing the same crown. Shupela, which is always, the word, the, the keser is always represented, always represents something mysterious, something beyond, something we don't fully understand yet, which is the same letters as aleph. Ubrias oilam aide beis aleph, and therefore these two letters, beis and aleph, are summing up all of creation. The, the imbalanced, the, the duality, the imbalanced, the diminished moon state of Zohar being up here and then Akeva being all the way down, the requirement of Golis Mitzrayim is represented by the letter Beis. But then the completed state of Zohar and Akeva, where now we're able to hear the Dvar Hashem of Anech Hashem Lakecha, the, the, the Geula from Mitzrayim, that's the letter Aleph. That's the letter Aleph. The Ekra Hamaskala and this Indian of a scale, who is Shvil Zohar Akeva, is the Indian of Zohar Akeva. This idea, so again, this is the story. So we have this, this, this sort of now uh, mystical history, I guess you could call it whatever, of what's going on through Gauls Mitzrayim. Again, we don't, we, don't have, we don't have yet our definitions of what Zohar means and what Nekeva means. But this is what we have so far. There, in order for, Hashem is one. And in order for us to truly, truly hear Hashem's oneness, which is the letter Aleph, which is the Tachlis, which is Har Sinai, then we have to, create within ourselves some level of oneness as well. Now, we're not God, so we're not absolutely one. We're created as Zohar Nekeva, within ourselves. But the best we can do, at least, is have our Zohar Nekeva work together, be the same size, so to speak, and both share the same crown. And then, our, then at least, we're as close to one as possible, and then we could hear, But the problem was, from the beginning of time, the moon, which is Nekeva, has been diminished. And so the Ikra Voida, therefore, for the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, in order to receive the Aleph of Anoichi and Har Sinai, was to develop, was to raise up the Nekeva to the point of where she's now, so to speak, the same height and the same stature as Zachar, sharing the same crown. And now you can hear Anoichi by Har Sinai. That's the story. This is something that's expressed also by the Leshem and Marmokan number three. So he says like this, <laughs> the Rabbani Shloylam established from the beginning of creation, that all of life is revolving around this, 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 this uh, duality, this balance, this uh, relationship between male and female. 
within ourselves. And all that we go through in life is all revolving on this Nakuda of the Rabbanish Shleilam putting us in situations where we can develop our Nekevas to, to become unified with our Zachar. That's what all of life is about. All of it is Hashem is about this Indian of getting your Zachar Nekev on the same page, on the same board, and to, and to both use this, to have the same crown. That's what all of it is Hashem is about. Ach And la'asad when all this work has been done, and on a large historical scale, uh, scale we've gone through our Golis Mitzrayim altogether. Yisuk Nukulam, all of this will be unified. Zohar Nekev will become unified again. And then we'll be able to have the revelation of Aleph, of Shema Yisrael Hashem, and everything will become unified as one. Hashem will be one above. His name will be one below, right? That's what it means. Hashem Echad, Hashem Echad means the Yenoichi of Hashem, and the Shmei Echad means that our duality, Zochar Nekev, will also become as one as possible. That's what it means. If we become as one as possible with our Zochar Nekev merging together as much as possible under one crown, then now we could at least hear the true unity of Aleph, which is Hashem. Hashem Echad, Ushmei Echad, Lasata Gomer. Fine. That's the concept. <clears throat> now. One, that's Aleph. I mean, okay. Bay, so to speak. So next point. That was one. Now we'll go two. Okay. Next point. This diminished state of the moon. Now this is important to know. Okay, so now we have a sort of a basic outline of what Yiddishkeit's about, of what our Vedas Hashem is, what's Golsmith's trying, what's our Sinai. The moon, our Nekeva, has been diminished. We've got to raise it up to become one with the Zacher. Then you can hear Nechesh Melekecha. Simple, yeah? Okay, good. You're good to go. Now let's talk about what are the stages, how, how diminished is the moon, and what are the different shlavim, what are the different stages that it needs to go through in order to return to oneness with the zakhar. Okay? Is it just in one shot? Does it go from, from a diminished moon to full stage with the sun? Or are there shlavim, are there different stages? So in the Kisveri, we find that there are many stages. There are many stages from the moon, from her lowest state to completion with the, with, 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 the, with the sun, to become one under the same crown. There are many stages. For our purposes, and again, and realize this, all these stages that are necessary to raise the moon to become one with the sun, or to raise the Nekev to become one with the Zachar, are going to be seen, are going to be expressed in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Right? Because that's what Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is like we saw, is preparing Zohar Nekev to become one to hear Aleph and Harsinai, right? So whatever, whatever the stages are when we're talking about the development of the moon, or taking the Nekeva from the bottom and returning her to her partnership with the Zohar, we're going to see that in Tzitz Mitzrayim. So that's Hashem. That's what we're going to see. But what are the basic shlovin, what are the basic stages in the Nekeva's development that, was, that is the process of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? So in the Kisferi, there's many stages, but it's broken down, for our purposes, we'll break it down into three different stages of the moon. There are three different stages where the moon can find herself. The highest stage, as we've been talking about, is when she's, the moon and the sun are the same stature, with the same crown. That's the highest. We'll see outside. What's the lowest? Nah, the lowest is mamish, all the way to the floor. Like the bus says, ragleha, yardes mavis. Mamish, death itself, completely, not even the same stratosphere as the sun. I mean, obviously, we understand that the sun and the moon, you know, uh, but if you think about it, they're all in space, you know what I'm saying? But, but if you think about it, we know that distance-wise, uh, there's a very, very great distance between the sun and the moon. And even in our way of, 
of, you know, on a very simple level of us experiencing sun and the moon, they're not on the same planes. Sun is during the day, moon is at night. They never really see each other. There's a little bit of overlap sometimes in the month and so on, but they cannot, they're, uh, you know, ships passing in the night. They, they never even see each other. That's the lowest description. That's the lowest madrega, where it's mamish, completely disconnected from each other. And then you have something in between. And this is going to be what we're going to see as Hashem soon. The in-between stage is when the, when the Nekeva is raised up to the Zachar, but they're not of equal height. So they're in the same atmosphere. They're in the same arena. But they're not, but the Zachar is still taller, so to speak, than the Nekeva. The Rebbe made the world in such a way, right? For them, again, doesn't, I'm not, you know, I'm obviously we recorded, so I have to be careful. There's no Indian that you have to be taller than your wife. There's no such Indian. You know, Ramesha Feinstein's wife was taller than him. There's no such Indian. But the Bederach Klal, Ruba de Ruba, just the Mitzias is that men are taller than women. That's just the Mitzias. This is a, this, no, what is, so that's, that's a description of this middle stage, just a muscle for this middle stage, where the Nekev is in the same uh, environment as the Zohar, but just not as tall as the Zohar. They're not sharing the same crown, because the crown is Be'ikar on the Zohar, the Nekev is not as tall as the Zohar. Now, does this mean that when Mashiach comes, all of our wives will, uh, will grow, you know, will, will get taller, be the equal size? Understand, I'm assuming that you understand what I'm talking. I'm not, uh, we're talking about primis over here. So, but these are the three stages that the moon can be in. Number one, all the way on the floor. Number two, Brought up to the sun, but not as tall as the sun. They're not sharing the same crown, so to speak. And stage three, mamish, the same height, sharing the same crown. Those are the three stages of the moon. Take a look at Maramuk number four. This is a piece in the Yitzchayim. It's uh, the Riyah Kaddish and Sharmi Tayrech. There's a whole section about the, the story of the moon. Now, just a little bit of introduction. This is all introductions. In the language of the Arizal, he doesn't use, sometimes he does use this word, but in this, in this particular piece, the word, he doesn't use the word nekeva. He uses the word malchus. Malchus is another code word for nekeva. Right, we'll see, we'll see, Hashem, soon why. But malchus, just in your own mind, in this paragraph, malchus equals nekeva, okay? So it says there is, he negidol ha malchus, the development of malchus, the development of nekeva, is enabapamachas, it's not immediate, it's not right away. She doesn't go from all the way mamish, descending in the depths, all the way back to the same crown as the Zohar in one fell swoop. It doesn't happen like that. Rak bismanim harbin iskenes. It takes time. It's a process. It's a development. So now the Rizal breaks it down for us. Tachlis hamiyut ashaba, the lowest stage. He de Amrla is what the Rabbanu Shalom said to the moon. Go become diminished. That was the lowest stage. That the entirety of the moon has been lowered under the sun. Just mamish on the floor. That's the lowest stage. And the greatest height that the, sun, that the moon can reach is that they should be one together, face to face. Equal height. And two kings sharing the same crown. That's the greatest height. That's what, that's, what, that's, that's what the moon had a problem with initially, that idea. But that's, that would be the greatest ideal. Between those two stages of absolute diminishment and absolute full stature is what? Is the middle, which is that she should be raised up and developed to be, to be you know, of the stature of the Zachar. To be able to be face to face, so to speak, with the sun. But this middle stage is that she still doesn't have her own light. Just like the moon doesn't have its own light. She still is receiving from the sun. And the sun is taller than her. 
So that's the middle stage of where she's already developed and the cave is developed. But Al Kalpanim, the Zachar, is still dominant and the Zachar is still taller and the crown is still on the Zachar. These are the three stages. Okay. Fine. So again, summing it all up, the story of creation is the, the diminishment of Nekeva. The Tachlis is, if, if, again, like I said, just to Chazer, if our Nekeva and our Zachar would be unified as much as possible, which is same height, same crown, then we can hear, the one, then we will be able to receive Aleph from Hashem, The problem is from the beginning of creation, the moon has been diminished. And there's an imbalance between Zachar and Nekeva, there's a letter Bez. And because there's this duality within ourselves, the Zachar's over here, the Nekeva's all the way down there, so we can't receive Aleph from Hashem, because we ourselves are not Aleph. We have nothing about us that's Aleph thick. So the Rabbanu Shalom therefore sends us into Gals Mitzrayim, in order for us primarily to raise up the Nekeva from her fallen state, to return to her state of balance, of absolute unity, of and then you can hear the Aleph of Harsinai. And in order for that Nekeva to be raised up to this full stature with the same crown, she has to go through stages. She starts off Mamish on the floor, and then she gets to the next stage, which is the same, sort of the same arena as the Zohar, but nevertheless the Zohar is taller, and the Zohar primarily has the crown. And then she could get to the highest stage, which is Shnei Malachim Misham Shem And then, when that moment, you could hear Anoichesh Shalokecha on Harsinai. That's the story. Fine. Next point, and with this, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish our introduction. Now, let's begin to define for ourselves what does Zohar mean in Avodas Hashem, and what does Nekev mean in Avodas Hashem. We could, if we could define that, now we have a roadmap. We could have a mahalach of what to do. So we're going to give our definitions now, but even the definitions are going to still be missing. Okay? So like I said, introduction. Maramaka number five. It's a piece in the Zara Kaddish in um, page Reish uh, Yud. The Zara Kaddish has just four words, and this is going to define for us what this inning is for our purposes in this, uh, this mini series. The Zohar Kodesh says like this, Every single one of us, the Rabbani Shalom created the human being, right? As, as a nefesh chai, a ruch mala, a speaking being. Speech comprises of two parts. In the Zohar Kodesh, we find there's an idea of koil, which is voice, sound. And dibur, your ability to take, using your mouth, to cut that sound into pieces and to come up with words. Right? That's, what, that's, spe- that's, that's, how you, that's how you talk. You have to create sound, which is energy, you know, uh, what what is sound? Sound is 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 uh, noise. I'm saying it's 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 um, it's uh, vibrations. It's 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 kaiches. You're you're expressing kaiches through your through your vocal cords. That's koil, and then your mouth comes with all different parts: your teeth and your tongue and your lips and so on, and you, in the back of your throat and so on to cut that sound into pieces and to turn it into words. That's what sound is. That's what speech is. Koil, sound with dibur, and dibur is a hard, you know, because it's just word speech. It means, uh, well, well, for our purposes, we'll, we'll, we'll just use the word dibur, okay? You know what dibur is. <laughs> the ability to, to cut the sound into pieces to create words. Koil with dibur. Says the Zohar, Zohar v'nukvei. That's Zohar nekev. That's Zohar nekev. So now we have that the, the sound of a person is, metaphorically speaking, is, 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 is Zohar dik, and the dibur of a person is nekevedik. Okay. Now we have a little bit of an opening into, re, into understanding a very big Indian, what we find in Gauls Mitzrayim, which is what we have, now this, by, by let's, let me, before that, plugging this Zarakadish into everything we've said, which is now we can say the following words, that the Tachlis of Gauls Mitzrayim, and to allow ourselves to ha- stand by our Sinai and to Yerunach Hashem was 
Tikkun to fix Dibur. Tikkun at Dibur. Because again, Dibur equals Nekeva. That's what the Zara said. Koyal, the sa- voice, sound is Zachar. And Dibur is Nekeva. And everything we've been talking about until now is the whole story of Gilas Mitzrayim and Gulas Mitzrayim and Harsina. It was all a story of what? Of raising the Nekeva up and rescuing the princess, right? Taking the Nekeva up, returning to her full stature, returning the moon, the moon to the stature of the sun. Well, now we have another word to describe this process or another dynamic to describe this, which is Koil and Dibur. So in other words, the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is now redefined as a story of rescuing Dibur, rescuing speech. And this is, in fact, something we find very strongly with Mitzrayim, is that the, Jew, the story of Gauls Mitzrayim is also revolving around speaking. Maishu Rabbeinu cannot speak. And that's a big mania that he has in order to take the Jewish people out. We said in the parish of this, this past Shabbos that Maishu Rabbeinu comes to the Jewish people, they couldn't hear him. There's an inability to speak. Even during the exile of Mitzrayim, those first couple of aliyahs of, of, of Parsha Shemais, the Jewish people are moaning, they're groaning, they're crying, but they're not talking. The, for example, Parai, this is all from the Svarim. Parai, for example, is the same letters, the same words, Pei, Reish, Ayin, He, that's Parai, is the same letters as Ha'ayreif, which is the back of the neck. This is the place, the Ayreif is, is where speech comes from is in the front, Parai is in the back, the opposite of speech, the opposite of speech. Pesach, which is a celebration of Zizim Svarim, is what? Is all about talking. Everything we do on Pesach, we talk about what we're doing. Whatever we do, also we talk about it. Yitzis Mitzrayim culminates with, with Kriyas Yamsuf, where we sing about Yitzis Mitzrayim. Speech is a major in with Mitzrayim. What does speech have to do with anything? The answer is, again, all of Yitzis Mitzrayim is about the Jewish people rectifying rescuing, being masakin, their tzad nekeva. And again, it doesn't just mean men versus women. Each and every one of us, you have a nekeva, you have a zachar. And the Zohar Kodesh has identified for us, your tzad nekeva is your kaya It's your kaya This is why we find, uh, 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 the Pasuk says, who wants life? Watch your mouth. Don't speak Lashon Hara, be masakin your, your dibor. Why does that result in being alive? The answer is, life comes from Zohar and Akeva coming together, right? Zohar and Akeva together, you have a Mazel Tov, right? So in other words, life and cont- continuity comes from a balance of Zohar and Akeva. Having your, your voice and words in a healthy relationship, that result, that's the same thing as Zohar and Akeva being together. Now take a look at Maramukha number six. The Zohar Kaddish basically describes all of this within the context of the story of Maishu Rabbeinu, which we all know. My, so the Zohar Kaddish, this is in, again, is in, um, in, in Parshas, uh, Parshas Ve'era. So it says, My v'ani we, we know Parshas Ve'era, Maishu Rabbeinu says to Rabbani Shalom, how could I go to Par? It's a common thing that he keeps on fighting. How could I go to Par? My words are, are, my words are I, I can't speak. I can't, I can't talk. I'm an oral sefasayim. My lips have been, are uncircumcised. So the Zohar Kodesh says, what's the Moshe Rabbeinu talking about? Habakad This is an old conversation you had already in Parashat Shemois. Right? From the very beginning, Moshe said to Hashem, I can't talk, I can't, I can't articulate myself. And Hashem said, who gives you a mouth? I'm going to be with you, it's going to be fine. So what's Moshe Rabbeinu all of a sudden keep on bringing that up again? Like, I can't talk. Took, we had this conversation already. What's going on? Habakad Misik it already says, 
Moshe already had this conversation in Parashat Shemais. I can't talk. I'm not a good orator. And the Rebbe answered him, Me some pal Adam. Who, who created a mouth? I'll be with you. So this, this is an old conversation already. And now he's repeating again, I'm uncircumcised in my lips. But what does it mean uncircumcised in the lips? Un- circumcision is in any with the bris, which is Zohar Nekev, right? So we understand where this is headed. There's a, an uncircumcised mouth. So it says the Zohar Kodesh like this, This is a secret. The first conversation of Parashat Shemais, that was a Pashat conversation. Moshe is saying, I can't talk. And Hashem is saying, don't worry, I'll put the right words in your mouth. Fine. But that's, that, that, that's simple like oratory skills. But now we're talking about something much deeper. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Moshe Kala. Moshe, Moshe, for the Jewish people, is the Zachar. Moshe Rabbeinu is the voice of the Jewish people. We have this idea, right, that Moshe is Shokel Kanega Kal Yisrael. Moshe is equals to the Jewish people. Moshe is our leader. Moshe is, Moshe is, Moshe gives us direction. Moshe Rabbeinu, you want to just need like 10 more minutes. So Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is the Zachar. So it says like this. Moshe Kala. Moshe is, Moshe is the sound. The Diburai, but his Dibur, the Iomil which are his words, it's Galas. It's in Galas. So the whole story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is again, is a story of Dibur being in Galas. So he says, And because of this, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, he's saying something much deeper to Rabban Hashem. It's not just a matter of finding the right words. I trust you, you'll give me the right words. But, the, but, but my words are going to be unable to do anything because the Kaycha Dibur is in Galas. So you're telling me, so here's the catch 22. The Jewish people are in Gullus, and what does Gullus mean? It means that Dibur is fallen to the wayside, that there's a disconnect between your voice and the words that you want to say. There's a disconnect between those two. And you're telling me that I should speak in order to get them out of Gullus. How could, I, how could, how could my words bring Geula if the Gullus itself means that I can't speak? That's the definition of Gullus itself. So in other words, what Meshach is asking, is not just like, I don't know what to say. Hashem says, I'll tell you what to say. It's deeper than that. How could words take the Jewish people out of Golis if the Golis itself is a Golis of words? You need something else to take you out of Golis, right? And was, there's a, the, the Gemara always says, Ein chavish mater you can't take yourself out of, out of prison, right? If you're in prison, you need someone else to take you out. So the prison of, of, of Mitzrayim is Dibur. The, the Dibur is in prison. So how could Dibur take it out? This is the Kasha of Meshur Bain. It's a good Kasha. It's a good Kasha. So he says, That's what Moshe says. How could Parai how, how, how hear me? If, my, if the Kaych HaDibur is in Golas. So how could the Kaych HaDibur take, take us out? I don't have words. And as long as Dibur is in exile, and others as the Nekeva is fallen, uh, Dibur is in Golas, Moshe Azal, so Moshe goes, sound without words. That's the situation of Moshe and Golis. That's the situation of Golis. There's coil, there's sound, there's voice, there's the sun, but there's no dibur. And there's a disconnect. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu's question is. And this continued on, this disconnect between coil and dibur, which again, we don't know what that means yet, but unless we're getting closer. This disconnect between coil, which is masculine, zacher, and dibur, which is nekeva, which is all the way on the bottom, this disconnect was not fully fixed until we got to Har Sinai. This Yehovah's Arisa, where the Torah was given, the letter Aleph, now sound and voice and Dibur could become unified. 
This is the story of the Gospel of Zarchanakeva becoming one. Ukadein Milamol, and now words can finally be expressed properly. That's the meaning. Now the Rebbe can talk. Because finally, by Har Sinai, there's a union between Zachar and Akeva. Ukadein Moshe Shtakach Sholom B'Milek Kedukayes, and now Moshe can speak properly. Kol V'Dibur Gichad V'Shlema. So this is the story of Gosman's time. Again, this is all the introduction of Ezra Hashem, where we're going to discover the next few weeks that the inning of Shavim is obviously to watch what you see, V'chulu V'chulu. But to get to the real Kishkas of it, or at least the way we are going to learn it, is that the inning of Shavim is to be Masakin Dibur, to somehow, and this is going to be the, the paradigm that we're going to develop for the next few weeks, is that you have Koil, there's such a part of you which is called sound, and there's a part of you which is called articulation of Dibur. And the situation of exile, of Gauls Mitzrayim, is that those are disconnected. You have your sound, but you don't have the Koil of articulation, it's all the way in the bottom. And the process of Gauls Mitzrayim, the Avoid of Shavim is, to raise up the power of articulation, to become unified with your sound, to be able to, to express words with, with sound through articulation, strong. That you should be able to say words stark, that it should be a good kaychadibur. That is the avayda of these weeks, and when that takes place, then you could experience the aleph of anaych Hashem lakecha, because you've unified your zachar and your nekeva under one crown. With all of this, we could explain why this is very strongly connected to Shabbos. Why? Shabbos is in your zachar and nekeva, as I mentioned. But Shabbos, the Zohar Kodesh says the following thing, Maramukah number 7, this is Zohar and Chela Gimel, page Chof Aleph and Mebez, Yiskadish Yoyma, that Shabbos has been sanctified. What's the Kedush of Shabbos? Solak Puma V'sholot Al-Kaila. On Shabbos, the Rebbe Yishon gives us a proper mouth. This is the Zohar. Ask the Svar, what are you talking about? A mouth? Adam and Chavar created on Friday. They were created with a mouth. What does it mean? No. Shabbos, the end of Shabbos is, Koil and Dibur becoming one. That during the six days of the week, we sort of have, we're in this gullus. You have kol, but your deeper is all the way on the floor. Come Shabbos, Zohar and Akeva become one. The two crowns, they come together with the same crown. Kol and Dibar are unified. You have your personal Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And now you can speak proper words properly. That's what Kedusha Shabbos is. By the way, this is why Shabbos is Zecher Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, right? There's two places in Chumash where it talks about Shabbos, right? Shabbos is Zecher Lomaisabreshes. That we know. We're resting on Shabbos because Hashem created the world. But there's another place where it says, Zechir Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Why is Shabbos connected to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? The answer is, the whole story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is working it out that Zechir Nekeva should become one. Or, in other words, working it out that Koil and Dibur should become one. That's Shabbos. This is why on Shabbos we sing on Shabbos. Right? And we talk good words on Shabbos. And we have to be extra careful with our words on Shabbos. There's a, there's a medrash that says that Rishon Baruchai was once sitting with his mother, and his mother was on Shabbos, and his mother was talking a lot. And Rishon Baruchai, in a nice way, said, you know, Mama, he said, Shabbos. Just to remind her that it's Shabbos. And she, and she held her mouth to make sure that she shouldn't say any, any improper words. Shabbos is deeply connected with the Kaycha Dibur. With Koil and Dibur becoming unified, with Zohar and Akeva coming together. This is also why the, there's a famous Yushalmi. The Yushalmi says that even people that are not so trusted in halacha during the six days of the week are more trusted on Shabbos. Because Shabbos, to, to be able to say lies, lying, and there should be that, in other words, the, a fallen speech, speech in disarray, which is Golas, Lashonar, and so on, that's the opposite of Shabbos. Shabbos is Lashon Kaidash. That's why there's a minute by Matzadikim that on Shabbos, all they, would, they would only speak Lashon Kaidash on Shabbos. Because that's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. Shabbos is the, standing by Harsinai, Zoch and Akeva under one crown. 
The, the Gemara says, everyone agrees that the Torah was given on Shabbos. The, the Zohar Kaddish says that on Shabbos, Moshe Rabbeinu returns our crowns to us, right? In our Sinai, by the Ega, we lost our crowns. We fell into disarray again. But on Shabbos, the crowns are returned to us. The holy of Shabbos is, Zohar Nekev in one, Shalom Bayis, Shabbos candles, Kaich Adibur, to be able to articulate yourself properly, should become one, unified again. That's what Shabbos is, that's Gauls Mitzrayim. So the weeks of Shavim, where we lane about these stories with Tzitzim Shavim and Har Sinai, on Shabbos, so shining with the Savayda. Okay, so Bez Hashem, over the next few weeks, that's what we're going to be learning about, practical, practical, this is the, the least practical part of it, okay? Bez Hashem is going to be practical, and Bez Hashem, what does it mean? Koel, what does it mean? Dibur, and how to bring them together, and how to raise Dibur up out of Gauls. Yashikai, everybody.